Hello from me, Patricia, in a very snowy Switzerland, and welcome to the Haiku P podcast. Goodness, it only seems like two minutes since I was welcoming you to the last episode, and now here I am, welcoming you to the final episode of this series, episode number 24. This year has been universally awful, hasn't it? But I know there have been highlights for me. Our journal, PTV moments, don't forget to keep the videos and haiku coming, and the number of voices that we've heard on the podcast, a huge increase in the number of people submitting. Did you know I was recently sent a mail alerting me that we're the number 19 poetry podcast worldwide? As you probably know of me, I can get terribly competitive. So how about we aim for top 10 next year? Spread the word. And thank you most sincerely for being here this year. Next year, there'll be some changes, but I'll go over them in the next episode. One thing to remember, though, the new submission period is the 1st to the 20th of the month. And the next one will be Humorous Haiku and Senryu. That's starting in January the 1st. Don't forget to listen to episode 23 or watch Roger Watson on the Poetry P YouTube channel for help and advice on humorous haiku. The submission period for spring and autumn Kigo is now closed. You were really kind with the coffees last month. I was able to buy Stephen King's On Writing and I also treated myself to Richard Gilbert's The Disjunctive Dragonfly. I expect you'll hear more about that in the coming months. So thank you so much for the coffees. They really do help to keep the podcast going. And they also pay for those little incidentals, like my reading materials for research, the website, and paying for platforms like SoundCloud so I can put on the podcast. To those of you who are on the mailing list, thank you very much for your response on the topic of imagery. You've given me so much to read, and I've added to that reading list myself, so I'll give you some feedback in a later podcast. Currently, I'm deeply embedded in a book of Ezra Pound's essays. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're definitely not on the mailing list, so please sign up on the website and make sure you get all the latest discussions and news. Things like the journal being released. Speaking of which... There was a great response to the Autumn Journal. Thank you to everyone who bought a print or a Kindle copy. I've had good feedback, so I hope you're all enjoying it. And if you could, I'd be very grateful if you'd go to Amazon and leave our journal a review. Thank you. Now this time I asked you to write haiku and senryu with no verbs. Very many of you told me how hard you found it but an equal number of you found it to be a very satisfying technique to use, despite it being hard. We had a lot of submissions, and my thanks goes to Robert Horobin this month for reading them all and choosing the verses for the podcast and the journal. Cheers, Robert. I was recently at a Zoom haiku event, where Lee Gerger said, A verbless fragment and phrase, something we see in the best haiku. I may not go that far myself. I think there is room for many techniques in haiku writing, and we're going to explore them over the next year. 
but I do find no verb haiku very satisfying to read and write. So please do go to the Poetry P website and read this selection at your leisure and enjoy them again. And perhaps I might suggest a little exercise for you, if you fancy doing it. When you listen to or read through the verses, note down a few that really work for you. Then have a look through them, have a think about them, analyse them. Do they have anything in common? What can you learn from them that will help with your own writing? Let me know. So, let's get started with some fantastic poetry. First, I'll give you some work that's been published, and then we'll hear some brand spanking new work by you. I'll read the poem first, and then tell you who wrote it. And along the way, I'll have a few comments. Don't forget to let me know what you think. I love getting emails from you. Now I'm going to start today with a very famous poem by one of the Imagist poets. I have to say, I hadn't come across William Carlos Williams until I saw the film Patterson. I've made up for my ignorance since then. So let's start with a little something from him. So much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. Now in this present guise, I probably wouldn't say it was a haiku, but what if we take out the first line? What do you think then? A red wheelbarrow glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. After the party, empty chairs in the lawn, new moon and I. Professor R.K. Singh from Tiny Words. Percheron, 16 hands full of stars. Debbie Strange. Another award-winning poem from Debbie there. This time it was commended in the New Zealand Poetry Society International Poetry Competition, 2018. And now to your work. Thank you to everyone who sent me submissions. In this first part, there are many verses which would have worked very well in any of the Kigo episodes we're going to be writing this year. But here, without verbs, some seasonal works. Winter Storm The Shape of the Wind in the Bend of Trees Marie Morrissey Cummins Winter Waterfall The Sound of Cold Patricia Davis Brief Seasons First Snowflakes on My Shoulders Mother's Funeral a Chingliu Kamai Winter Frost Bent Grasses All the Same Samo Kreutz Frosty Evening My Pen on the Last Page of My Diary Maya Daneva Spring Evening Piano Music in the Air 
A Songbird Chorus Soretta Martin Summer Picnic Sandwiches with Ants Giddy Nielsen Sweep Sunshine, Blue Sky and Golden Leaves Harry Massey Summer Heat the first blueberry, a little sour. Kristin Lindquist Lightning in the sky, swallows. Lola Scollard Fall persimmon, fruit even more brilliant than its foliage. Doug Lanzo Umber sycamore, kaleidoscope pattern leaves this autumn's old cloak. Lucy Payne Autumn sorrows, the hillside naked again. Anna Maria Domberg's San Cristoforo Moonlit night, the coiled autumn snake in a woodpile. Christina Chin A Kingfisher Only the Splash Roger Watson Daybreak amidst the echoes stillness Cyril Jowutsen Long engagement, a glimpse of moon behind thick clouds. Ronald K. Craig Is it just me, or do you feel a certain sensualness in that verse? Have another listen. Long engagement a glimpse of moon behind thick clouds. Moon's serenity. Chaoticless rejuvenation. R.J. Tungsten. New inspiration. Kaleidoscope of pendulums on the dusty ground. Sarah Mahina Calveo. Rain, mountain, lake, river, sea, rain. James Young. Many of you will listen to James's poem and think, but Patricia rejected my verse because it was all nouns, and you'd be right. So why did I accept James's? Well, I'll tell you, because of the cycle it speaks of. It creates a circle of watery life, doesn't it? Let's hear it again and you can see what I mean. Rain, mountain, lake, river, sea. Rain. The wrinkles between us on the picnic blanket. Sari Grandstaff. Gothic mist. At my feet, a leaf skeleton. Dorothy Burrows. On the fence pole, a snow owl, 
sedate philosopher, Ibra Hussein. Dawn frost, on every bench a sleeping bag, Carrie-Anne Tunnell. Pink dawn, in a dewdrop, the moon, Nina Singh. Cardinals and sycamore sky, triadic wheel, E.L. Blizzard. In my plantain farm, noisy metallic music, rainy season now, S. Narayanan. Red wagon full of leaves, no child in sight, Kathleen Tice. Pitch black, honks in surround sound, Orion's belt, Erin Castaldi. Crimson cloud shards, the last sharp remnants of the set sun, Rob McKinnon. Glacier ice, the depths of blue light. Angela Terry. The red sun between the brow of two hills. Sanskrit chants. Carla Ramesh. Landscape. Rule of thirds. Empty sky. Endless water. Sharon Mahani. Stoic cranes, statues in the wintry rain. Mary Harwell Sailor. On a still lake, a reflection. One crane, now two. Christopher Pays. We don't often have four-line haiku on here. But actually, I don't think it could be anything but a four-line verse. What do you think? On a still lake, a reflection. One crane. Now two. Near sunset, half moon in the sky. Coexistence. Reham L. Ashri. Most days, a collection of leaves. Today, this poem. Paula J. Lambert Forest clearing, the sudden relief of blue sky. Srinivas S. I've been trying to write something similar myself, but Srinivas has put this so much better than I could. Red Alert The Amaryllis in Full Glory Valentina Rinaldi-Adams Open field Yellow butterflies Yellow flower Bob Carlton Did you notice how this verse narrowed its focus? It's a topic we're going to be doing in 2021. So in line one we have the huge open expanse of the field and that narrows down to a 
a number of yellow butterflies. And then one single yellow flower. Let's hear it again. Open field, yellow butterflies, yellow flower. Sunlight shaft from beneath the door, a mouse's tail. Ovinda Kaur. Thick white duvet sky, nature's prescription of bed rest for this poor world. Charlotte Oliver. Gentle breeze over a canopy of cicadas. Willie Bonkeron. Deep sun, a football's echo. Eddie Lee. Thirsty hummingbirds gathered around the feeder. Happy hour. Richard Bailey. At the foot of the smallest gravestone, a song thrush. Peter Draper. Majestic wingspan, over the quiet pond, a mirrored twin. Barbara Carlson. A small twig in the way of a traveller. Lovette Carter. Stillness of a cat in a rocking chair. Matt Snyder. A picket fence, white in washed fog. Laurie Bescherer. I'd like to read this one to you again. Not only do you have what is possibly a pivot line in line two, white could apply to the picket fence and to the fog, but there's a juxtaposition of image between the fence and the fog, and a change in rhythm between the first line and the next two, which I think is created by the W sounds. A picket fence, white, in washed fog. Chai Dukan. Aromas heavy with gossips. Cherry A. Thoughts on thoughts. Too many layers for today's virtual world. Ian Speed. My hermitage inside my mind, so many storms. Michael Feel. Arugula, such a tender word in my salad. Eve Castle. Emotions on a platter, all raw. Anjali Wahadpande. Alone in a room, Outside the calls of ravens, too soon the darkness. Pat Gear. 
Mum's old ring, too small for my finger. Her golden silence. Kim Russell Laid off the last bag of birdseed in the cupboard. Bruce H. Feingold Did that verse ignite any emotion in you? It did for me. I find it very sad, yet the poet hasn't written any emotive words really, has he? It's quite a clear, concise poem. We know someone has been laid off. They've got no work. So naturally we feel sad for them, but the killer, at least for me, is the phrase, the last bag of birdseed in the cupboard. Oh dear. It's all done without flowery language, but we can really get the emotion, can't we? Let's hear it again. Laid off, the last bag of birdseed in the cupboard. And we have the same effect with the next verse. Big Bill from the vet. No pet food this week. Robin Rich. Brittle bones. The season of curled leaves. Isabella Mori. Funeral service. Ululations from the storm. With your name. David J. Kelly The lone witness to our quarrel Living room of figurine Richard Sharma Hot climate The incandescent tone Of your silence Luisa Santoro Past five autumns Mother's loneliness in the dark. Lakshmi Aya. Red and yellow beets, spicy cloves from Zanzibar. Ah, Grandma Mimi. Carla Lynn Merrifield. Night rain. In her handbag. Palm of violets. Marilyn Ward. I remember palmer violets from my childhood. I wonder, are they still made? Layered clouds, the substance of maternal love. M. Shane Pruitt November, your sister's first silver hairs. Doris Lynch No mention of the burnt taste, mother's recipe. Debbie and Tebby. Chalk dust in sunlit beams. A leather strap, Mike Gallagher. Buchenwald survivor, dad's ashes, finally free. J. Friedenberg. The monogram on mother's locket. Baby teeth. Joan Barrett.
And now I have a selection of Monaco for you. Our car never nearer the shimmer of black water on the desert road. Richard Tice I'm going to read this one to you again, and perhaps you can listen to the effect of the R sounds. Our car never nearer the shimmer of black water on the desert road. Under the leaves, everything. Roberta Beach Jacobson Before dark, pastel clouds and dresses. Alancharan Gonezakaran Black and white, wherever and wherever, clean and clear. Nani Mariani Tree pose, autumn colours outside. Maeve O'Sullivan Toadspawn in Chains Ourselves. Alan Summers Now I thought this monocle had a very contemporary feel to it. To me it talked about Covid and expressed how I sometimes feel. Don't you? Just stuck indoors a lot of the time or not mixing with other people very much. I do feel sometimes like I'm in chains. Anyway, I asked Alan about it and, and the technique he used when writing it and he sent me a great deal of information which you might like to read through so I'll put it in the show notes. Thanks for such a comprehensive answer, Alan. Anger Management, Deep Chinks in the Blade Vandana Parashar Dusk, a cityscape in the woodland shadows. Christine Venk Harrison. To get the full effect of this next one, it really would be better if you read it, but I'll read it out loud for you and see if you can get the full extent of it. In a fog bank, white space. Linda L. Ludwig. There are many structural forms within haiku. Would it be fair of me to say that fragment phrase haiku are prevalent in the haiku we read today? I recently read a journal in which I was surprised by the number of one-image haiku. And now I'd like to give you a few three-image haiku. You really don't see too many of them, but the no-verbs topic seemed to inspire you. Broken Strings, A Twisted Bridge, Songs of Yesterday, Elaine Patricia Morris. Now when I spoke to Elaine about this one and suggested it was a three-image haiku, she said she hadn't written it with that in mind. To her, she was writing about a broken guitar, but I saw three elements to it. The strings, the bridge, the songs. Listen again. What do you think? Broken strings, 
A Twisted Bridge Songs of Yesterday Crossword Solutions Autumn Colours in the Park The Story of Us Sarah Bint Yusuf Marble Gravestone Fresh Rose Petals A Saint's Fragrance Nira Kashup Burnt-out hollow house, charred bed linens, cast-off clothes, yellow police tape. Ron Toby Rain on the roof, aroma of onions in the skillet, long table set. David Watts Cold coffee pot, cold cinders, cowboy kitsch. Robert Kazartha Casino The Irrelevance of Windows Lorraine A. Padden Distant Silent Screams from the Infinite Blackness Astronaut Richard Hargreaves Satin Moon, the softness of her skin next to mine. Nika Forty Days and Forty Nights Dandelion Fluff Natalia Kuznetsova Sing-song voice, his only method of math multiplication. Wendy C. Bialik Watermelon Seeds Additions and Subtractions with My Son Daniela Miso Aromatherapy Shalimar on Her Wrist Elaine Wilbert Ill A Butterfly Pinned to the Mattress Mark Gilbert. Here's something that we could probably all identify with. 2020. Year not over yet. Why not? Lekker Desai Morrison. Hot Saki. Easy on the tongue, the flow of words. Paul Callas. Warm Hug. Ginger and cardamom in the aroma lamp. Nadia Kostadinova. Rainbow marriage, a slice of equal opportunity. Bona M. Santos. Fallen lemons, the sour look on his face. Jackie Chow. A shadow by the broken window. November sunset. Zara Mugis. Dry fountain. The blue tongue of a gargoyle. Debbie Strange. Small flakes. Scent of base flowers in a cup of tea. 
Eva Drobner. For no apparent reason, over the Savannah River, fireworks show. David Oates. And here at the end, my thanks to our last two poets for a little bit of Christmas. One, a very contemporary idea. And the other, more in the spirit of normality. Advent calendar. All those empty spaces behind my door. Tracy Davidson. Before sunrise, Christmas lights. In winter frost. Laura Driscoll. Thank you to all of you who have taken part in today's podcast. My thanks to Robert for being our editor this month and reading all the work that was submitted. It was a huge task. And to all of you who came along to listen, really, thank you very much. And if you haven't submitted yet, well, next year's a new year. Make it one of your resolutions, perhaps. You're too late for the Kigo episode. But do you have anything humorous? Remember, emails only, please. And your submission period is the 1st to the 20th of January. Once again, my thanks to all of you for taking the edge off the awfulness of the year. I wish you all the very best for 2021. Until next year, keep writing. If I've messed anything up, you don't need to tell me about the pronunciation. Some of them were a bit dodgy. Or if I've missed something off the show notes, please email me. Ciao!